0: So Wednesday night dash, coming back next week. It was a rain out in New Hampshire. Indy car on Peacock. And uh Eric's gonna do some traveling this weekend. This is FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flook. I'm
1: Eric Richardson.
0: So let's we'll kick it off with Wednesday Night Dash right away. So you know get your uh, garage talk merchandise at the FRRacingOnline.com store. It's uh, drinking my uh Again, second week in a row with the undisclosed liquid in here. The It's a beer.
1: I'm sticking with the water and the Rogue.
0: Yeah. I, before last week, I had never drank a beer out of a coffee mug. Two weeks it's in a row. now. So, back in the ARCA car, it was arguably our most exciting series last year.
1: There are a lot of close finishes. We,
0: there are, I think, four finishes under a second out of the eight races last year, I believe. Um, I believe so. No, that was also kind of the point where the league kind of found its identity, too. You know, this was our third season racing together. We had a group from day one, uh, you know, like the the Mark Vickers, the Justin you know, Nieves, Um you know, uh, the two of us. And, you know, we picked up along the way, like Hunter Hughes and Scott McHarris and, uh you know, Tyler Vickery Hope came Gardner, along. Tyler, Colton, yeah. I, Tyler, Mackenzie. you know, and, and I'm hoping Caden will be back for the season. I reached out to him today to confirm if he said, if you go back to ARCA, call me. And I reached out to him a couple times and I'm hoping he comes back, but we'll, we'll see. But that was like the point where I think the league one found itself kind of like the identity we had kind of ironed out. We introduced the stage caution like two thirds of the way through the first official season. Um You know, we had a really good group put together at that point that had been racing together for a while. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it was good racing and it's good to be back in in these cars despite the fact that they're like driving on um you know a wet road it feels like sometimes but
1: oh yeah
0: it's uh kicking it off we're just gonna go right to daytona we're gonna get that out of the way right away and uh we have to welcome jesse fox to the league jesse is uh Actually, Ian Miller's stepdad, which I just learned about a half hour ago. So Ian, who joined us last season, is back again, has brought his stepdad with him. So we've got, you know, not just my brother, who's also probably coming back this season. It's it's this has become a family affair. I mean, it's it's awesome. Like we've got a nice, nice group together.
1: And, you know, it's a good group, too. We race well together. We know kind of what each driver is going to do, what the styles are so yeah, there's, we've really there's learned some, how to race each other
0: yeah and the, and you know there's no like real bickering anymore we've kind of cleaned that up and you know knock on wood uh it's just you know we're out to have fun and i think we found a really good group that feels the same way it's just like you know we're here this is the end of the day let's just come out let's have some fun do something we all like and yeah it's stuff, funny i think stuff I mean, happens.
1: of the time it's if you see somebody bump each other the first thing on the radio is
0: sorry 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 sorry, man yeah yeah i mean it's it's that's my fault it's not
1: like some of the races and i racing where it's like what are you doing
0: yeah you idiot you know and no we don't have that hey a side note i hear you uh you had a little uh race wrecker on you the other night
1: oh yeah jumped in a carb cup is michigan so a little tune up for our charity race um, we get through lap one car spins as normal out of turn two. We come around and I think I was running third or fourth at the time, and we see a car driving right towards us. yeah, that's... takes out almost the entire field, and I and, almost got through, but I got clipped
0: yeah and you told me who it was, and I looked looked up there. I'm you know, we're not gonna do anything like that. I don't wanna give any names or unnecessary attention, but I looked up the driver who did this. And it's like, they've been on iRacing since like late May. They still are rookies all around. They're in, you know, they've run about a dozen official races or so. And it's just like, why would you spend the money you do to get on to iRacing only to go and do something so blatantly against the sporting code that, I mean, that might get you permanently banned from the surface. Probably not. If, if, yeah, I went back and watched,
1: time. and he actually just sat there. On I mean, the that,
0: that was as blatant of a I'm ruining this session for everyone as, as you can get. And that happened to me a while back in a carb cup, uh, at Talladega. And you go, here comes the draft pack coming around turn two onto the backstretch, and this guy who had spun himself, he spun himself like it, it was nobody's fault but his own, he was sitting there. And he just basically pulled right up onto the track in front of everybody. And, you know, the pack had to scatter and he took out about, I don't know, about 10 cars in the process. It's like,
1: yeah. And you see it too. There's no retaliations. The driver lost it on their own.
0: And, and it's like, so what, it. what, why do you feel the need to do something like that? One, two, do you think this person knew that they were going to get a timeout? more than likely get a timeout from the, uh, the iRacing stewards for this, but yet they don't, they don't care. And it's just like, why, why would you spend your money to go get yourself intentionally thrown off of a service like that? I mean, unless they were planning on canceling their subscription and there was, that was their last kind of like, I'm done with this. I'm just going to go ruin it for everybody. Get myself kicked off. Um, who knows?
1: And the same car actually wrecked more cars later in the race too.
0: That's just what I can't say. I don't get a, it. The, the two things that drive me up the wall about any online, it doesn't matter what the game is, any online gaming is the people that get upset and start screaming and cussing people out. It's like, it's a game. Like, get a life, dude. One. Two, the people that go in and intentionally try to ruin it for others. It's like, why? Like what? Like, what is wrong with you? That you feel the need that you just have to come in and just ruin everybody's session. We're all at the end of our day. We're just trying to chill, have have a good time, just blow off some steam, and then you just have to be a just a total jerk. Like why? Yeah, I, you know I really don't get it. it. It's just that's why. Like you look at my iRacing profile. I've run maybe I don't know eight official races in my two years on the surf serve the the service. But I've run probably, what do you think we've done now? 70, 80 league races?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good number.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, you're like, oh, you're just, you've run seven races in two years. No, I've run about 80 league races, 70, 80 league races in two years. And you know what? The league races, in my opinion, are a lot more fun. And Oh, yeah, it's a fun group. Yeah, you find a fun group to race with on a league race. Way better than the open session, it's not even close, anyway. Uh, rant over. Um, come check out Wednesday Night Dash on Stadium Scene TV. Uh, Hunter Hughes will be our play by play announcer this season. Hunter is stepping out of the car and into the booth. And you know, we, we, you know, it was pretty obvious the end of last season. Eli is just he, he moved, he took a new job, he just got too much on his plate right now and he had to step down it, it happens and i went to hunter and i said hey you, you know i know you've shown a lot of interest in doing play-by-play i you know don't want to lose a car in the league however i'm giving you the right of first refusal like you know if you want the gig it's yours and he's kind of like well i don't know if i want to get out of the car then he's like let me sleep on it and the next day he's like all right i'm in so uh, see how it is. yeah so we're, we're excited. For Hunter, a guy we know very well. Uh, we've raced with a lot, done endurance racing with, or you've done endurance racing with. He'll be great. Uh, he
1: knows a lot of the drivers who's been around for a while. So no, some no, insights with us too. No,
0: knows a lot about the sport in general. I, I'm very excited to uh you know to to see him get into the booth and and sh- you know show off that knowledge and develop his his skill set as an announcer. So I'm I'm very, okay. very excited for that. So Hunter, welcome to the other side of Winston, I touch. That'll be good. Uh, did you see uh did you catch any of the NASCAR race on Monday?
1: I actually did not. I did not see a single uh, lap of it.
0: I uh fortunately because I, I work from home, I was able to put the uh you know the TVs right up here. As you know, if you've tuned into Garage Talk Live Race Day, I'll well, do that that thing and you know, put during the work day, put the put the race on. So it was all right. Um New Hampshire's not my favorite track on the schedule but it was it was a decent race you know Martin Truex Jr uh good for him that's kind of his home track uh it was kind of the his first track W yep so he's having a really really good year especially after last year where it was you know couldn't win a race is he going to retire and now you you know he looks pretty rejuvenated out there
1: Yeah, he's He's actually what first in points now.
0: Second. Um, uh, Byron is still technically first. Oh, still. Yeah. He's got one more win. something
1: he was like first.
0: Billy Billy uh Billy Byron's got the, the first. The guy who got his start in sim racing and worked into the cup car. Yeah, we you know.
1: I you've heard me rant already. I hate this win and you're in playoff deal
0: i know you've made that very clear over the last year of doing this and you know plus our past discussions about the topic (laughs) fun fact i um i I went and i finally renewed my season ticket or my my spring tickets for the phoenix race i haven't bought fall tickets yet and uh my well, kids were
1: what, a little more affordable than fall.
0: It, it's a little, a little bit more affordable than, than fall. It's not, if you go to the Xfinity race, it's not that bad. Um,
1: Just that cup race.
0: Yeah. That cup race, so, man, I think you're buying tickets to the super bowl. If you know, for that, but <laughs> um, I, I actually have the, uh, well, by the time this airs, you'll have seen this. So the Phoenix Raceway president, she uh, she posted a recap of her last couple of months. And, you know, her at the Chicago Street Race and she went to the Indy 500 and had clips of of the Indy cars. And I, I, I'm by the time this airs, I am going to comment on her Instagram post. They said, oh, so this is confirmation that Indy cars coming back to Phoenix. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there front row. Well, OK, not front row, but I'll be in the stands
1: it'd be great to see them back out there.
0: I think it would work this time. I think enough about this car they've learned enough about this car a lot of it thanks to Jimmy Johnson. um that this can be a good oval racing car and for the longest you know in the early years back it was just a lot of follow the leader pit passing. It looked like a you know Indy car on ovals looked like formula 1. It was just hmm, pit strategy don't rack
1: You know, speaking of that, I'm very interested to see what happens this weekend in the IndyCars.
0: I'm kind of thinking we're probably on the state wave. Like, is there a specific driver in mind that I meant that you're thinking of when I said don't wreck?
1: No, I want to see if they run. Oh, if they do the uh, lines.
0: lines at Iowa
1: after jimmy johnson yeah hey jimmy proved it.
0: Jimmy, jimmy might um, be a little bit nuts to take an indy car and drive that you know like he's still in a cup car but uh you know they did it at texas they, they did it at texas it and second line and
1: it, it was a great race and he proved you can run the outside and hold and make passes It was a
0: great race. The Texas race was great. Uh, I mean, for so many years, that Texas race was such a snooze fest. Or we were concerned about drivers, you know, ending up with like medical issues because you know you're you're putting like six G's on you in the turns, driving just ridiculous speeds in that car. Yeah. Uh, You know it's it's they they that race was good, and I'm thinking we're gonna see a good. we're going to see a good race this weekend. I've got a good feeling about it.
1: I hope so. This'll... And I,
0: I hope this gets Indy back to Phoenix. I I really, I mean, this is a personal bias. Don't get me wrong. But I, I want to see Indy back in Phoenix. And this time they need to actually go and put some effort into promoting the event. So you can't use the excuse, nobody showed up. Well, nobody knew the event was going on.
1: You know, iRacing has their open wheel. Saying this properly, their open wheel. The U- U.S. Series. Open Wheel Class C. Uh, it's at Phoenix this week, and you no, know, I think honestly, it's one of my favorite tracks to run on.
0: And, and the cars are. Uh, I and I remember you ran your couple races there actually, and had uh, had some some good luck. Uh, last week I you streamed a bit there, and it wasn't. That was okay. You had a bit of a I saw you had a bit of an oops moment early on in that race with another car. You you touched wheels.
1: The Phoenix race
0: or yeah, the Phoenix race, yeah.
1: Yeah, I cool. think it's pretty close. We maybe had a light brush. It was a zero X anyway. Yeah, it's that's gonna happen. But there's no repair time or anything. But there's a lot of lines you can drive. You can get very creative on the track and you get set up. Well, take the fly. dog leg.
0: Take the dog leg. <laughs> I don't think that would go very well. I think
1: well. I saw one car take the dog leg and probably w- made it, but it was on like the first lap.
0: Yeah, it was on the first lap. Brand new tires probably turned sideways, coming back <laughs> onto the track again. Did you know when turn? Uh, so I guess that would be one and two. On the opposite, the hillside of the track, you know, that yellow line is actually not Like Mm -hmm. you could pass below the yellow there. It's like, what's the point of a line then if it doesn't, you know, if you could just go right below it and pass below the yellow.
1: Just don't hit walls and you're okay.
0: It's the Wild West. It it, really is. (laughs) It's just, there's, you know, just stay on the track, go on the, go on the dog leg, you know, shortcut across the track. I mean, it's like, there's no rules there. Just go find your way across the, you know, as close as you can. That
1: race I ran, I think there were only two splits of it, and I was 16 out of 21 cars, and I was already a 1500 I rating, and I was yeah, in the second a, split.
0: Yeah, you had a pretty pretty good field. Well, excuse me, out there with you. That
1: yeah, maybe. I looked at him like, man, there are some good drivers in here. And then I see the results later, and it's like, oh, I was in split two.
0: Yeah, you were like, it's never I good when you're the bottom of a split.
1: Willing to only have two splits and still be at the bottom.
0: Yeah, that is true. I thought there, there wasn't a third.
1: I'd have to go back and look.
0: I I thought I saw a third when I looked, I looked it up no, Maybe no. there was. So, um, Peacock this weekend ran the IndyCar race, Toronto lap one because you know IndyCar can't have a road race without a lap one incident. It seems like.
1: Uh, no two splits.
0: No, it was only two. How about that? Yeah, wild um, race. Christian Lundgaard wins. I mean, good for Ray Hall. Uh, you know, Ray Hall and him in Lanigan.
1: They needed I mean, a as, good
0: out result as, there. As awful of a month of May as that team had, they have really. I mean, with the exception of Jack Harvey. They have really turned it around. You know, Graham had a. He had a good qualifying run at Mid Ohio. He. It was a I don't know if it was a strategy called a strategy mistake um during the race, but I mean he still walked away top ten. Lundgaard wins. Uh you know, it's it's good too because you know Lungard is carrying the high V sponsorship and High V is bought heavily into IndyCar. Probably one of their biggest sponsors. Um, you know, that's the Iowa race is their Outside whole what, race. NTT? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the NTT IndyCar Series, but Hy-Vee has put a lot of money into IndyCar. They are like the reason the Iowa race is the big festival. It is is because of V. That's it's. I've I've heard rumor. Or I've heard stories that Iowa is actually kind of a high, high vee corporate getaway. That it's just like. A lot of the tickets are actually not a lot of the tickets, but there's a pretty decent sum of like high V employees coming over from Des Moines and uh and filling the seats there. I've heard, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, it's 2023. The truth doesn't matter anymore when you're in a <laughs> recording anything
1: anymore. Hey, I don't I, mean, I don't care. It's sound, I got tickets, I'll be there.
0: It sounds sounds like it makes sense, but yeah, I mean high v is a big sponsor. You've got the whole festival atmosphere. You got the the concerts and two days of racing. Yeah, hey, Indy you know,
1: morning actually is qualifying.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean I'm not Indy... sure if I'm gonna
1: make it, but
0: does, does IndyCar need to embrace the festival atmosphere for all of their races?
1: You know, they might, because that's the draw at Indianapolis. So, the history tradition, there's so much going on.
0: The snake pit draws so much alone. Um, Iowa was a big draw last year, probably be a big draw again this year. You know, you have Long Beach, which is, you know, it's not a festival, but there's just so much going on that weekend with IMSA. And, and you know, Detroit filled it with, uh, you know, it was the GM the GM Grand Prix, essentially, for that event. But do they, Do they really? Should they embrace the concert? Uh, you you pair up with with you know decent musical acts and have a big concert with a, a fairly big name. Pair it up with a ticket. Do you think that would get um, people in the seats? I mean, maybe maybe not for something like you know Laguna Seca, but for, uh, for I a I think. T- it-
1: I think it could actually help most of the races, including Laguna. You get stuff going on. Maybe it's a post-race deal or that way people can get around that road course and get to where they need to go. But I almost think just as much you do that at the handful of races, but get another five races on the schedule.
0: You to think figure they're out gonna,
1: how to run two lines on an oval.
0: Do you think they're going to change the schedule up at all for next year? Probably not. I, it, it just seems like there's this hype, like, Oh, we're going to add a race. We're going to add a race. We're going to add a race. And then nothing. I think it's it the stays exact, the same again. Probably. I mean, they've already Roger already made it pretty clear that Milwaukee, they want to go back to Milwaukee but it's not ready yet. They they've got they're they're ahead of where they need or they he expected them to be but they're not the the facility is not ready to run Indycar. Just okay, fair. I mean, we don't want people getting hurt or killed in the process. Like we need to make sure the track is is built correctly, it's safe, the facilities are there. And it sounds like it's not quite there yet, okay. So we'll wait another year for Milwaukee.
1: My bigger question is going to be what do these new engines next year do Texas, Indianapolis are we gonna see good racing? Or are we gonna see some gnarly stuff if there's a spin? yeah they're adding a whole lot more horsepower,
0: yeah, cars that... are gonna
1: be going a whole lot faster.
0: Yeah, and how much faster
1: can you go on these tracks? You
0: you can't like you already had somebody push what two forty six at one point on the on Indy.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of cars were actually topping that two forty three, and hitting into that going into turn three.
0: When we when that happened in the nineties, when they were pushing the two forty mark, the drivers were getting scared, like. This like defies the laws of physics. And it's just like this should not, you know, it's like Patton Oswald has a bit where he talks about airplanes, like, this should not work. We should not be able to take a giant piece of metal and launch it into the sky and it float up there. It does it shouldn't work, but it does. And it's kind of the same thing with IndyCar, where you got these cars, you've got human beings behind the wheel making you know millisecond decisions that you make the wrong decision, you could kill a bunch of people, Let, you know, either on the track or in the stands, and it's just like
1: Well, they're they just finished the investigation into Kirkwood's car. Um, I think it was like a mount or something that ended up failing that caused the tire to go. And look at what happened a couple weeks ago to Simon Pagino at Brakefield. Yeah, in Ohio. he's
0: still not back. I mean, Connor Daly's going to be in his car again. I, I don't he's back in. I'm not sure Pagano is going to be back in, in in an Indy car. At least not full time. If he's not back now, I mean, he got he had to been shook up pretty bad.
1: Well, and even um, Stefan Wilson, his practice crash at Indianapolis. If they're going 10 miles an hour faster, is he walking right now?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, do we have another Robert Wickens on our hand?
1: I remember Indianapolis, they slowed the cars down, I think it was right around when Scott Brayton crashed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They started like, we I mean, need to slow these cars down. Yeah. And that's that... why we saw a drop in speed for so many years.
0: And, and oh God, and then those garbage cars in the late 90s that they had. You know, it's funny is you, I was reading about this of, of these like Indy car collectors and you have these cars from like the 60s, 70s, 80s that they can, Generally, keep them running. But those cars from the first years of the Indy Racing League from like 97 to 01, 02 ish, nobody can get them anymore because they just like stopped making the parts because they were such junk. <laughs> and, you know, and the other thing too that really bummed me about, out about the 97 and 98 races is if you go back and watch it and you hear that sound of the car you know, whizzing by you. It just sounds so watered down, I guess the best way to put it. You know, you hear those cars in the early mid nineties and it just had that very sharp when you listen to these 97 cars, and it sounds like they're just kind of puttering by and just, they might blow up. Yeah.
1: You, if you were at the track, you could definitely hear when a engine was going sour.
0: I know mean, they just, just sounded awful. Those, those cars were awful. Those those old it was a Oldsmobile was one of the engines they had. And then uh, Infinity was the other one. It was the old. Yeah. In mm. the late 90s, they went Oldsmobile and Infinity. They had a Delara chassis and a G-Force chassis, which I don't think G-Force is even a thing anymore.
1: You know, G-Force is the chassis I was trying to think of a while back.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, the G- they had the G-Force chassis and the G-Force chassis won for those first Couple of years. I mean, Delara, It took them a couple years to a few years to win an Indy Five Hundred after they they went in. And now you know they win every year because they're the only option. Yeah, there sure
1: could be a little bit of innovation in IndyCar like they have yeah. in Formula One. Maybe not yeah. to the extent, but something.
0: It, it cracks me up because I've seen this from from Goodyear and Delara did the same thing a while back, and they're like patting themselves on the back. And it, you know, Goodyear's like, "Oh, this was our you know, blah blah blah. Number win in NASCAR. It's like, well, yeah, you're the only tire maker in NASCAR. It's like, it's yeah, yeah. I'm, you're I'm, no oh man, I'm I'm doing great playing basketball on this court all by myself. Who cares if I miss ninety eight shots? No one else is out here, so I win.
1: Oh, you know, speaking of Goodyear, I saw somewhere they were maybe doing some tire testing on the Indianapolis Oval
0: they were they are uh were are yeah yeah there is a test coming up very soon um potentially go back onto the oval which i, I think that,
1: that needs to happen
0: i wouldn't mind that
1: you know, yeah that, have you, do you also
0: I'm, notice nascar on their uh or IndyCar car or indy motor speedway on their instagram have been posting like the best moments from the track in nascar kind of hyping the race all over <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, here's one thing I could see IndyCar doing and doing it right. Take the May Indy race, because it's on the road course, and move it. Yeah. Get into another track. Because I like that double weekend that put Indy on the road course. It'd be a pain, and you probably can't set it up. But then you have NASCAR yeah, on the, oval.
0: the logistics of like moving everything around for yeah, for you have that. so many
1: moving parts that you couldn't do it. But it, if you could figure out a way to make that work,
0: I is it me or does it seem like every, this year at Indy there were fewer events in the month of May?
1: Every it seems like every year they keep changing it and getting rid of stuff
0: i i can't tell anymore just because the formats have changed over the years it's like you've got the race you've got carb day you've got bump day you've got qualification you know now you've got the road course race in there it's just like it feels like when we were kids they just did a lot of practice a lot more practice and testing There's sessions back A lot then. more
1: practices i wish it would go back to the two weekend qualifying First day is pull day. And I think it was what just the polar, the front row, no front row.
0: Front row mm-hmm. was yep.
1: set in stone. Then you have cars four through whatever fill the field up to 32. Then you have that next Saturday as bump day.
0: I mean, I, Those were
1: Bump Day was exciting to watch.
0: I mean, this year was really exciting. I mean, it was gut wrenching if your name is Graham Rahal, but holy crap, was that that drama that afternoon? I I was exhausted watching that on TV. You you have four drivers competing for three spots. Three of the drivers were on the same team. (laughs) It was just so much drama. We had
1: that every year.
0: Yeah, it's just there was so much drama on pump day this year. Just for one nice. one person to get bumped up, who ultimately ran the race anyway. Uh, but it, it's just... Yeah, I
1: wish it could get back up to where you have 36 to 40 cars.
0: I mean, there's only happened a handful of times. There was uh, oh, 97 when I went the rain out here. They ran 35, I think and
1: uh well at least that number of cars for qualifying yeah yeah it feels yeah. always 33
0: oh right 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 yeah i mean there's there's been a handful of years where they've started more than 33 but it's yeah it's just a lot of good stuff but, um but like like we said earlier as we get ready to wrap here you went you're going to iowa this weekend you're going to be at, yeah, I'll be at the saturday race. Right? so if you're out there look for them say yeah,
1: hi i have FR racing shirt or something
0: Take, yeah take a picture Ford. with him make what him feel like cat. <laughs> yeah take a picture with him make him feel like a celebrity that's the thing i want to do is i want somebody to like come up to me in <laughs> a track of like hey i i've seen you I, on on the I, internet I before you yeah you're an idiot I'm like right, yes i'm yeah i mean yeah but you felt the need to come up and say hey i recognize you from the internet i mean that would, make, that, that would make my day i just somebody randomly coming up to me and like hey i know who you are I'm like, you know what i feel pretty good if uh you know that when that day finally happens <laughs> and somebody at a track comes up to me like i know who you are you're one of those guys and i'll probably like in my typical like you know i don't like being approached uh I've thought about this. Like, I understand why you know they come. You know, you hear these stories about famous people being approached on the street, and they act like super weird around people. And they're like, "Oh, that guy's a jerk." Because, like, I I came walking up to him on the street, and he just kind of like turned his head and walked away. It's like, you know what? If I was famous, I'd probably do the same. <laughs> no, <laughs> like no. I don't want you approaching me on the street. I don't know <laughs> what you're gonna do. If you're gonna kick my ass or rob me or, you know, something, I don't. Be kind of like poking fun at
1: it, but then almost like a prank on everybody else around. If we're both at like the same race at some point, have it like pre-planned. One of us like sees the other, (laughs) and a predetermined. Oh my god, it's you! Wait, I don't know you were. And then everybody else around is like, "Ooh, why is this guy asking? He must be somebody. Like he's being asked for his autograph and." taking pictures <laughs> like you, you, who is you just you
0: stage this whole thing where you, you know i'm like hey i'll pay you a dollar to go up and ask that guy for a picture and an autograph <laughs> do that, you know, I'm like, <laughs> just just go up to a bunch of random kids hey i'll pay you a dollar to go ask that guy for an autograph and a picture and and just do that with like a bunch of different people and you know they have no idea who they're taking a picture with and asking for an autograph but people are just like miss that guy like, why is everybody going up and asking that guy for an autograph? And people are gonna be searching their phones and trying to figure yeah. out who you are, and they have no clue.
1: <laughs> now, maybe you can figure out where I'm going with this. Next time I go to Vegas, I want to carry a sharp with, uh, sharpie with me when I'm walking on the strip. If you've never been, there's people that hand you cards, yeah, there's various yeah. things. Someone- <laughs> <laughs> I want mean, to. I want to take one of the cards. Then card slappers. Sharpie's ready. Just oh, sign right. it and hand it back. I'm like, hey, thank you. Take care. I, d- oh, I just want a yeah, sure. look. And maybe I'll have my friend or maybe my wife, if she's willing to do it, film a couple of these just for the reaction. Like, oh, here it comes. Get camera ready.
0: Yeah, you got the uh, the the card slappers. I think is what people call. It. Yes. They got their cards. And they're like. Girls to your door, twenty dollars.
1: So in no way do I want to do that. I just want to mess with them, like just give me like, your what?
0: Just give the cards to your wife. Just like here you go, girls to your door, twenty bucks.
1: It's kind of like if I get a scam caller, like solicitor. Um, I may have too much fun on those.
0: I love the people that just like waste time with the scammers and like, I know what you're doing, but I'm going to play dumb and act like I don't. And then just be like, you know what, dude, I know exactly what you're doing. I just wasted your time because now that means that's one less person. You're going to be able to call today or two less people. You're going to call today.
1: Oh yeah. I've been hung up on several times. I enjoy it.
0: I, I also, I've, I've answered the phone a couple of times and, uh, like I'll, I'll Google like the number will come in. I'll Google it. i will see it's it's a scammer caller, and I'll pick up the phone. Yeah, my phone right.
1: tells me scam alert.
0: Yeah, scam alert, and I'll pick up the phone. And be like, uh, thank you for calling the FBI. I may help you? Quick.
1: <laughs> I had one turn. Um, one I had, I could tell it was right away, and I'm like, oh, thank you for calling the law firm of this, this, yes. and this.
0: You are behind on your taxes. You must give me a Target gift card, or you're going to jail. Mm. Nah, dude, that's not.
1: Now, anyway. play it on
0: anyway.
1: Off rails, there. F1 coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, Daniel Ricciardo's big return in the slowest car in the field.
1: The yeah, Alpha Tori vacated by DeVries.
0: He uh, he, so one, we had a Nicholas Latifi sighting on social media this week. Uh, he won't be racing anytime soon. He basically said he's preparing for life after racing, he might come back someday, but he's not. And uh, Nick DeVries posted on social media earlier this week uh that because anyone who's put a quote in here of things I've said or I plan on doing is you know, they're lying. I haven't spoken to anybody since then. Um I'm just taking the rest of the summer off. Hope you have a good summer. I'll you know, I'll see you soon. That was that was his, his message. And it's like fair. It sucks how, how it ended for him. Didn't I wouldn't say you got a fair Air shot, but it's, you know, it's win now or go away, or at least be somewhat competitive now. In the case of VMAX for Tech for Stappen, uh, invitational yeah.
1: series, as much as I like the innovation of Formula One among the individual teams, at the same time, it'd be fun to see how would like DeVries have paired up with everybody else if it was like the next gens where they're so comparable across the board that. Anybody can run well.
0: That would, would he have still nice.
1: struggled or would he have been able to be competitive?
0: I think he ends up in IndyCar.
1: Um, maybe. I was thinking maybe next week or he the week was, uh... after we could look into all the free agents coming up. Yeah, I think, I think we need a lot need to. of driver I, changes. I think I think we're gonna coming. see a
0: lot of changes this offseason. And
1: I think Formula One's gonna see a shakeup. IndyCar, I think, is gonna be very different. And we're I mean, gonna we, see some interesting we, stuff in NASCAR.
0: Still think Damon Malukas is gonna be the big winner of the offseason. I, I, I think he I think he I ends up in a I Ganassi, Ganassi. I think he gets a Ganassi ride. And you know, if, if that happens, whoo boy, but watch out. It's, he's the, uh, you know, he bought his ride, so to speak, as, as some people have said. But, I mean, he's he he belongs out there. He looks, he's in an underpowered, underfunded car, and he still looks really good most weekends. You know,
1: I just had this thought. I might could actually see him go into Andretti, too.
0: That I was think the... Andretti
1: cleans house.
0: Yeah. I...
1: Except for maybe Herba.
0: And even that, like he's, ooh. I mean, he he podiumed in Toronto, but you know, here's you know, he's the guy who is trying to get into form, get a Formula One ride, and get his exception to his, his super license, and he's just not been that good. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had good moments, but not enough for the guy who's allegedly the highest paid driver in the series. I mean, he just still makes too many mistakes that he shouldn't.
1: Especially at this moment when you're being compared to Alex below.
0: And, on, and then on top of that, then you have Gross John who the wheel slipped out of his hand when he wrecked. You hear that? He said the wheel yeah. slipped out of his hand. It's like, ooh. you think he has the yips still? Maybe. Or is it just he's just too just overly aggressive with that car, and it always seems like late race after I, he's been on a long run.
1: I think he's overly aggressive, I think he's still trying to drive it like a Formula One car to get more out of it, but he's just over driving the car and it causes problems.
0: Oof.
1: So, yeah. if it's similar to iRacing, you got to let the car come to you a little bit. If you push it over the limit, it takes you
0: and i don't think uh you know connor daly is going to be running this weekend but ryan hunter ray hasn't been anything spectacular so far in in his Daly
1: will be in for the pagino car
0: yes yeah but I, as ryan hunter ray hasn't been very good and the... no it's yeah. the car yeah it's, it's definitely the car and it's just I'm sure there was more to it beyond beside the, the car I mean Connor's there was quite, it was a quite a personality split. well I mean he's he's quite a personality and I'm <laughs> yeah most, I think most people like him but there are people that can't stand him and probably pushed his boss a little one too many times probably
1: and yeah, there's definitely more to it that isn't out there
0: I'm sure it'll leak out soon. Maybe out of Connor's own mouth. (laughs) Yeah,
1: maybe one of these episodes coming up, check us out for a silly season update. Maybe our thoughts on what to look for.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd like to get Connor on the show.
1: I think
0: think it'd be a lot of fun to get him on there. Be a good time. On that note, frracingonline.com at racing on all social media and streaming platforms sign up for Wednesday night Dash be back next week close, do, yes buying closed doors August what 9th 11th something like that
1: uh yeah I think we're the week after
0: yeah fall. the week after I think it's the second so be the second or you the following two or the first or the I guess be the eighth wouldn't it
1: Making myself look bad that I don't know the date right off.
0: Whatever. It's posted on the social media. Go look or you know, go to frracingonline.com forward slash BCD. The schedule's there.
1: August it's... 8th. There you go. 8th. Kicking I off thought... at Kentucky.
0: Yes, Kentucky. I didn't know that.
1: And then we venture on to Iowa.
0: on the AFSP 200. We need a registration push here. We got to get moving on that. So uh, September 17th, Sunday. Come out there next gen raise money for a charity that, uh, is working to stop suicide. I mean, what better way to, you know, donate your $20 entry fee. So we're, uh, got a lot on the plate on our plate coming up here. So it's going to be busy. It is, but we're working on all kinds of stuff behind the scenes, trying to grow this again. Thank you everybody to the people who listen we're getting well over 100 people a week listening to this show. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Why I don't know, but thank you. I Too please babbling, keep listening.
1: Maybe borderline idiots. I don't know.
0: No, I'm I'll definitely. I'm definitely an idiot. There's no borderline about it. It's
1: You can call me an idiot. I'm, yeah, gonna I'm agree with you. I
0: like you're not going to hurt my feelings. I don't care. Like I'll I just get laugh. My wife calls me an idiot probably 3 times a day for things I say and do and or don't do. So, you know what? It doesn't hurt my it's feelings. Funny. That doesn't hurt my feelings. You're calling me an idiot isn't hurting <laughs> my feelings either. So, oh no. Just try to be it's nicer fun. people. Why do why can't we just all get along? We're all struggling out there one way or another. Let's just like do some tai chi or something. Anyway, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Take care.